The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. and we are here and i am jasmine and zach, uh boogie boy i don't feel so good zach mr. the boogie stark. boy uh i don't i don't so feel good. so good mr stark i feel kind of like i'm, I'm fading scared. away i'm scared i'm turning to ash right uh, my stomach's turning to ash it's not too, too well <laughs> yeah Ugh. i get the feeling because uh, i'm also dealing with some stomach issues so if you if you guys get a random cut or something like that it's because one of us ran away in an emergency that we had to hold on to Either for dear life something's gonna come out and i don't like that idea but it <laughs> might probably happen the, the, <laughs> the sick cats you'll, welcome you'll you'll hear coughing that's fine though 76 is is our life yeah, like we, I'm doing homework, but then after that, it's just playing with Jasmine on the game. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm doing a lot of homework. Like, yesterday, I did homework for like four hours, and then I went and game for like six hours. So, that's that's uh, about oh, the Jesus. level of, uh, you know, seriousness that we're talking mm -hmm. here. I'm pulling another job. So, um, but anyway, uh, besides 76. Uh, and, you know, constantly just thinking about 76. Uh, we've been doing the Mole Miner event on 76. Treasure Hunters. Treasure you gotta hunting. Find, you gotta find Treasure Hunters, which are all over the map, and uh, take them out for their pails, which give us good stuff. Yeah, uh, I like on, that, on, on occasion. But... <sighs> Fucking ornate Mole Miner pails. It takes, it takes a while to find them. My birthday is coming up in, like, two weeks. Yes. I think. Yeah, two weeks from now. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. I go back next week, though. Yeah, uh, I got you a nice little gift uh, to, ma to match mine. So, um, like, we both have backbones now, so that we can play Xbox. Which, by the way, I got an Xbox too, uh, Series X. So, like, that was cool. I got put on an Amazon list. Like, they were like, "Put your name in if you're interested," and I was like, oh, "Okay." They'll like, we'll text you and give you a 72-hour window. Literally, yep. like the day that uh, I got paid my uh i got the email it said Ding -ding, your your series x is ready to order right now i was That's like what the <laughs> like it was yes. only like six hours it, it was cool yep yeah but uh uh so now i play with zach all the time mm -hmm. and uh we got the backbone so now i don't have to take over the living room tv anymore and i could just play it on my phone <sighs> But yep. uh, besides all the gaming and his birthday, uh, it's just been school, living, you know, been hard. But uh, we have some weekly recommendations here. Um, it's, it's very slim because we're going to get into this before something happens to one of us. But Last of Us, uh, 
this episode three. I haven't watched it. Jasmine watched it. She said it's sad. It was sad, and I cried, and it was beautiful, but it was, like, heartbreaking at the same time. Like, it was just, uh, it was like, I couldn't look away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it was, it was just that good. And I'm so impressed with, like, this adaptation. And it truly is an adaptation, because not everything that has they've talked about or that they went over like they changed bill's character quite a bit you know what i mean like yeah. for the better like holy shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i i wasn't expecting this level uh, by the, the the first episode made me cry the second episode like like made my mom's armpits sweat quote unquote she's like my armpits <laughs> are sweating i was like oh shit like she really must be feeling this <clears throat> Uh, and then, uh, by the third episode, like I was, I was like sitting on the couch and I just like had tears like coming down my face. Like I was just Mm -hmm. so happy and sad and I don't know, like it was just a really good fucking episode. So that's good. That's good to hear. I don't want to spoil anything. So no, Um, that's, that's fine. I'll watch it tonight, but we'll see after how I feel after this. Yeah. Uh, but, uh. I think that's it for weekly recommendations. I don't think we watched anything. There's really not much going yeah, on. Yeah, like it's it's school time. Everybody's back to their nose to the grindstone. So, uh, without further ado, I think we are gonna jump straight into the news today. And Before we connect to The Last of Us, because we got some of that news. Yeah, uh, we got yeah. science news. We got science like, news. We do. Like, um, I always like putting a little bit of science news in there, like, cause I'm a mm-hmm. nerd all the way around. You know. Uh, there's yeah. different kinds of nerds, and nerds isn't as bad of a word as it used to be, so that's exciting. Well, you go off talking about it. I think I'm going to lay back and let my stomach do the talking. Uh, oh, let, let your stomach. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> like I thought you meant like you were gonna put like the mic like up next to your stomach to see if we could hear it, and I was like, okay, this is a new ASMR experience. No, I no, we're new... not doing that. I, I wasn't like, prepared I for it today. I know you're gonna gross me out. I'm gonna be like, oh, if I hear it one time, my stomach's gonna fucking flip. Like hell no. But anyway, uh, NASA's James Webb Space Telescope has revealed the coldest interstellar ice cloud ever discovered. So, uh, you just want to know how fucking cold, guys? Like, where it's located? I'm about to fucking tell you, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, the newly discovered cloud of ancient ice. Ancient ice. I love that idea. That I, You know what? If I had if I had a gum, that's what I would call it. Oh, yeah. Cool. Or maybe a water bottle. Like, a, like mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, that's like a really good name. But, uh... Ancestry ice. <laughs> Wait, what? Ancestry ice. Ancestry ice. <laughs> you said ancestry ice. No, I was like, no. Zach, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway, uh, the the cloud, uh, it it orbits within the Milky Way, roughly 630 light years from Earth. So, in when in space terms, it's relatively close because it's within the same galaxy. You know what I mean? Um, so as reported by space.com, the cloud is thought to boast a frigid temperature of, uh, negative 263 degrees Celsius or negative 440 degrees Fahrenheit for Americans, you know, like, and like, that's like fucking cold. Like, that's not just like cold. That's like, you remember that movie the day after tomorrow, that type shit. Okay. Like that, like 
you're you're freezing the the engine oil in the in the cars like nothing's going to be able to move like your your blood will freeze in your body and you'll just turn to stone type shit mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah so the ice shows up as dips against a continuum of background starlight uh, which is how they found it. Uh, in regions that are this cold and dense, much of the light from the background star is blocked, and Webb's exquisite sensitivity was necessary uh, to detect the starlight and therefore identify the ices in the molecular cloud. You know, science is really fucking cool. Like, I'm just saying, like, that their their powers of deduction are very fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, the, it can also be kind of terrifying. Oh, big time, big time, big time. Because when the when the first big thing from out there comes over here, they're gonna freak out. Um, mm. So the new data represents the most in-depth analysis of an interstellar cloud that could one day coalesce to form a new generation of planets and stars. So yeah, Ooh. this crashes into something. You know what I mean? That crashes into another thing. Like you could have like an, a new planet you know what i mean yeah, like the, it'll form it'll take fucking millions of years but hey it'll eventually all come together and you know the ice like might melt you know and all kinds of this stuff you, you understand what i'm talking about like planet yes, formation I like uh I do. I giant do. clouds of dust and water and the miracles of science uh so the uh, by analyzing the light from the stars in this way, the team behind the study were able to isolate the signatures of numerous elements frozen in the ice. Uh, these range from simplistic molecules such as methanol to more complex ones like ammonia and carbonyl sulfide, uh, okay. some of which are thought to be key components needed for a world to generate a planetary atmosphere and thus uh, increase the possibility that it could be hospitable to life. So it's very important to track these giant, uh, you know, ice clouds because, like, where they crash could create a planet. So that, that yeah, yeah, that's it's pretty cool. And uh, I just wanted to bring that up to you guys, um, and thought that you guys would also find it interesting. Mm -hmm. But uh, something else that is interesting that is like really, really fucking sad. Yeah, finally that we get back to The Last of Us because I'm gonna talk about it a few times today. We're talking about the video game initially. Um, the the woman who played Tess, uh, Annie Wershing, has died, and she was only 40, 45, 45. Like, it, which is crazy, you know. Like, but it was cancer. She um, played. Tess. She also, I think, was on uh, Star Trek. At least, I think the Picard one. My mom just texted uh, me, dude. She said, oh, no. "OMG," because I turned it on for her while she was upstairs. She, oh. I watched episode three without her, and she's like, "Oh, I want to watch it." "Quote unquote." This is my mom. OMG, that episode got me in my feels, but it was beautiful at the same time, very sad. That's like good dot sure. dot dot. So, like, that's the exact same thing that I, I kept saying. I was like, it's a beautiful fucking episode. Like, I, I was, like, in my fee-fees while watching this. So, like, if you're going to watch episode three, guys, like, please, like, grab some tissues. Like, unless mm -hmm. you're a cold soul. Like, um, but anyway, um, Annie Wishing Annie. has died the Last of Us game. And uh, uh, 24, the show... Uh, she was an actress on there as well. She was also appearing on both Star Trek Picard and The Rookie. Mm -hmm. Both are on Paramount Plus, but yeah, uh, we're, uh, so she's best known as her roles for uh, Renee Walker in Twenty Four, as Les and also uh, Leslie Dean in Marvel's Runaways. 
Um, she is also well known for her outstanding performance as Tess Servopoulos uh, in the 2013 PlayStation game, The Last of yep. Us. So, um, yep. that it's really, really fucking sad. Neil Druckmann, mm-hmm. who's the co-creator of The Last of Us, posted on Twitter today and said, uh, "Just found out my dear friend Annie Wershing passed away. We lost a beautiful artist and a human being. My heart is shattered." Thoughts are are with her loved ones, and then he also posted a link to a GoFundMe that has been set up by her family. Yep, to help with the costs. So, um, actor Stephen Full is her husband, and she has three children: Freddie, Ozzy, and Archie. Yep. Oh, that's Rest so sad. But uh, on on the downside for The Last of Us, uh, the, there's nothing but upside on the other side. You know, um, the the last of us apparently has been renewed for season two it makes sense since it's so critically acclaimed oh one big, of largest, time. big one time. of the largest viewings i just wish HBO they would have said no though you know past, like just like what? fucked with everyone Jesus, just would have been like no. we're not giving you a second season this is all you're getting we'll like, talk about netflix later who has that kind of motive behind them. yeah but... i know that's kind of what i was hinting at it was a little foreshadowing if you would for mm. later mm. um <clears throat> But uh, the first episode of the series has surpassed 22 million views domestically, up nearly five times from its premiere night on January 15th. Episode two uh, drew 5.7 million viewers across HBO Max and uh, linear telecast on Sunday night. That's a million more than the audience that tuned in for the premiere episode. And it marks the largest week two audience growth for any HBO drama series. So it gained mm-hmm. over a million more people who watched for episode two, including me. Ooh. Like I, Ooh. I watched, I, I drew in for episode two. Like, and I didn't watch it until a week after. That's yeah, just... well, th- that's still a watch. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're still watching it. Um, yes. It's fucking fantastic. They they moved the timeline around a little bit to make it make sense, but like it, dude. Like everything that they've done, every single change, like has been for the better if if i can go so far to say that because the the, game is fantastic well no you're taking the things that made like the game is fantastic but there's still issues with it like the story and stuff like that well yeah so they're basically taking those issues and trying to fix them adapt them to be uh more suited for the world and stuff like that and and what they're doing makes sense so it's good to see at least they're following with like keeping it continuity wise but at the same time adding something new to it yeah uh, most... it's, it's fantastic to see because somebody's actually doing it right that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it is but uh, speaking of doing it right um i feel like this was a good move for uh james gunn so, and peter saffron uh to come out and lay out a roadmap this. they finally revealed the slate of dc films and tv shows they have coming up and i'll read over them as uh, Superman Legacy is the film. It's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Hmm, sounds like our script. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Uh, this will be the introduction to the DCU Batman, and introducing our favorite. Uh, so this is Robin. Yes, Damian Wayne, who is also the little little son of a bitch. Batman and here. Robin. Assassin, assassin murderer, who is unwilling, uh, unwittingly takes on his Batman excellent son that he doesn't know exists for the first sight, first eight to ten years of his life. Yeah, it's taken from the comics, so that'll be cool to see. 
I wonder who the it's probably gonna bring Raza Ghoul into it in the Court of Owls, which would be really cool. Well, like I, I've always been interested in the Court of Owls. I've been interested in the pit boy. Hey. It's all it's it's one of the few <laughs> uh groups that can actually like take on Batman. It's one of the very few groups that can actually do it. Uh Supergirl, World Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah, well they've never met uh the Ten Rings organization, have they? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> different universe different i know universe I, entirely i, I know uh t- so we got the comic line of supergirl woman of tomorrow it's a very different type of supergirl in our series we see a difference between superman who was sent to earth and raised by loving parents uh versus supergirl who was raised on a on a rock chip off of krypton and watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways. I want to rewrite a script. Like, instead of, of Batman versus Superman, we need to do Martha versus Martha, and both of them have to be MILFs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show like that. Gratuitous leather suits. It's called, it's called MILF Manor. Dude, I don't want to talk about MILF Manor. Like, you're it's, bringing it up now. Like, it is up. the most fucking disturbing thing it's that is on tv up. as of right now like i have been like obsessively like watching content about milf manor yeah, while avoiding watching milf manor it's like it's, it's just it's i've about, heard it's so about much very, about it very uh, fit women who are pronounced as milfs uh coming to a dating show self-pronounced uh, milfs like but, but, but their son know. is on the yes. fucking show yes all their sons are on the opposite side and they're going to be dating each other so it's very weird it's very weird it's uh, very very weird and like definitely, it's def- not okay definitely seems not okay and also very on the nose paradise lost is a series <laughs> it's going to be a game milk manor fun. hey hey we need to we need to we need to tell them that MILF Manor has nothing to do with the DCU. It doesn't. It's by TBS or TLC or something like it's that. It's by, think. like, TLC, I think. Because I, okay. I, I was looking into it because I genuinely wanted to watch the first episode, and I'm like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting Dude, a whole other streaming not. service. There's a, there's a woman it. on there that tells her son, this is going to be your dad. Stop. To his face. No, I'm not even joking. It's it's not okay. Paradise Lost is a series. It's going to be a Game of Thrones-esque story about Themyscira. Which is the island of the Amazons, and where Wonder Woman is going to be. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be the origin of those people and the island behind it, and we're going to see uh, the birth of Diana. It looks like uh, Booster Gold, which is something of a fan favorite between comic nerds. He's a loser from the future. He uses basic future technology to come back today and pretend to be a superhero. Booster Gold is the imposter syndrome as a superhero. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. It sounds uh, that, funny. I, I think uh, Booster Gold is, is a very funny comedic character, but he's also egotistical as fuck. Like, he has a big ego on him. Uh, Lanterns is a HBO-quality TV event. It's already in development. Uh, our vision for this is very much the vein of True Detective. Uh, it's terrestrial-based. you got two of our favorite Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart, starring... That's Do you mind, dumbass? That it was actual Jon <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was no. like yeah hal jordan and i was like Daily and john stewart. stewart like <laughs> yes stewart. like it's just hal and and fucking you know john just sitting down because like, john stewart is a very funny dude dude that would be that's ate up dude <laughs> like i'm sorry like just the the way i read it like i was like oh hal jordan john stewart what <laughs> 
him playing himself in a true detective style. Type, uh, it's going to be a true detective style type mystery that plays a big role leading into the main story uh, that they're telling across film and television. So that's cool. The Authority. Uh, I don't know what this is. Uh, it, DCU isn't just the story of, an, of heroes and villains and not every movie and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guys. Oh, this is going to be about anti-heroes and stuff like that. Uh, Creature Commandos. Animation will lead into live action and back into animation. It's a way to tell stories that are gigantic and huge without spending $50 million per episode. Uh, comprised of super military superhuman, including a human leader, a werewolf, a vampire, Frankenstein monster, and a gorgon. Uh, so, that'd be cool. Oh, Weasel from Suicide Squad will be on the show. <laughs> is this where he eats the children? I, I, you know, it's possible. Waller's getting Waller's getting her own show. Apparently, this was being worked on before uh, Peacemaker and James Gunn took over. God, I just want to uh, punch her the whole time. Like, I know. Like, she does such a good job acting. Like, she does, she, really she does such a good job acting that I fucking hate her. Fiona, you know Fiona what I mean? Davis is her name. Uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah. Uh, yes. So Viola Davis is her name. Kind of like, dude, you know, she gives uh uh, what's that? What's that bitch from in the pink from Harry Potter? Oh my fucking god! Why can't I remember oh, her name? Oh, she gives that. Albridge. Albridge. Umbridge. umbridge. Yes. Umbridge. umbridge. Yes. Perfect. She serves Umbridge, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally. Like that's the best um, way that I can put that. Like, cause those actresses both, like, you know, did such a fantastic job of making us fucking hate them. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like that's all I gotta say about that. So, so kudos to uh, Viola. Waller is gonna be uh, worked on by Chris Henry, who worked on the Watchmen show. <laughs> I assume that they're uh, bringing Viola Davis back. Yeah. Okay, good. Like I was And like, Jeremy Carver, who is the creator of Doom Patrol. I got scared and thought you were going to say Jared Leto for like two no, seconds. No, no, no. I was no. just but like, I also... legit just got chills. Don't so fucking say that to me. We saw Man-Thing and Werewolf by Night in, and, in Marvel, but we haven't seen Mar uh, DC's version of that, which is Swamp Thing. Uh, Man-Thing. They, they're making a Swamp Thing film. Uh, which will be very interesting, uh, and it's going to be a darker character will interact with the mainstream DC character. So we might get Justice League dark at some point, uh, which will be very awesome to see. Um, but now we are also into the roadmap I, of with what a canon, is... a canon Constantine and King yes. Shark relationship. Yes. Uh, got, so now we got uh, the new DCU roadmap of what is actually coming out here soon. Uh, what they haven't canceled or anything. Uh, but yeah, first they, off, they've titled chapter one gods and monsters. So makes sense. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. So, um, <clears throat> they announced it all at, uh, the Burbank, California, like press event that they had set up for it. Uh, Peter Safran and, uh, James Gunn were both there. They even, uh, during this, which I didn't include, I didn't include this, but like, uh, he even in he talked about how, uh, they were considering the flash like still being ezra miller i was like i feel like he went up there and was like really candid with everyone you know what i mean that's a, that's really what i'm trying to trying to get at here before i start but they also confirmed that the flash will be the dcu's big reset so we are like getting a flashpoint flash paradox, paradox. paradox yeah, yeah we're getting flashpoint um, paradox i was gonna say flash. also that uh what was it Batman 2 is coming out. The Batman 2, Matt Reeves, is, is, is slated for October 3rd, 
Uh, they also talked about how it's connected to the Elseworlds line, uh, mm -hmm. which is which is basically separate worlds on DC Comics. Um, but oh, man, I am. Whew. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm just talking a lot. I think my stomach is is gurgling. Oh no, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, so uh, almost, sir. <laughs> so uh, they 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 promised. Uh, so th anyway, the the previously announced DC projects uh, were Shazam: Fury of the Gods, The Flash, yep. Blue Beetle, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Peacemaker season two, Joker Joker Folia Do, um, The Batman two, Gotham Knights on the CW, Superman and Lois on the CW, and Pennyworth on HBO Max. Which I don't think those shows are gonna last too much longer. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, like, uh, at least for the majority of them. But, but something uh, that is getting officially canceled, and this is not because of James Gunn. This was actually decided before he joined. Right. Uh, Doom Patrol and Titans are going to uh, be canceled after their fourth season, which is, is going on now. <clears throat> um, they probably weren't running congruently with the new idea that they were going <laughs> with no, in the background. They probably so. weren't. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Gunn came on and said on Twitter, the decision to end the series precedes us, but I certainly wish the best for the talented group of creators, actors, and the rest of the crew that produce both shows. Uh, which, yeah, no, Doom Patrol definitely deserves the spotlight because it's such an underrated DC live-action show. Mm -hmm. uh, when, like, most of DC's live-action shows at some point trail off into nothing, uh, this one is actually congruent through the whole series, and I love it. Right. But it's sad to see. I mean, it makes sense. Four seasons is not that bad for a show like this. No, it's not bad at all. <clears throat> I'm trying no. not to cough in the mic, sorry. No, I'm trying not to use the bathroom here. But we're on our last one before the break, so that might happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> since, we're in, since we're in HBO territory, John Wick 4, uh, they've talked about it a bit and saying it is the series most action by a good margin. By a good margin, which is fucking crazy because if you think about it, like there was that whole library scene in that one. Like I was like, that, I, I can th pick out specific action scenes from each one of the movies, if I'm not mistaken, like where it's just like extended Keanu Reeves, like just on his bullshit. You know what I mean? I saw, like in a good way. I saw that they're doing something called Car Fu. Uh, which will be interesting to see. How At least that's they're not swinging out. a car by a rope or like in, <laughs> introducing giant no, magnets. No, or... no, 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 <laughs> no. So, uh, but anyway, they're, they're like setting the anymore. audience expectations for plenty of shootouts, martial arts combat, and quote unquote next level stunt driving. Nice. Uh, yeah, baby yeah. driver level stunt driving. Bro, you know, that. you know what? You know, speaking of stunt driving. Jay Leno, don't ever let him in another car yeah. again. Dude, like he doesn't need to be behind the we, wheel. We like, didn't even talk. We didn't, we didn't talk, talk about this. it, but it just Jay reminded Leno got me. In another car he got accident. into another fucking car accident, like which is just absolutely insane. Like I, I have a video of him like a month ago slamming his car into a cop car that was parked. Like I, like literally, I'm like this he man does not. not need to be driving anymore. He is rich enough to hire a fucking driver for the rest of his life. All right? How old is he? Dude, he's like seventy at least. I'm telling you. Like, Ooh, I know. let's see, uh, seventy-two years old. Yeah, yeah. Like this man, this man needs to get off the road. Like, and he needs to like you know take a knee for a minute, <laughs> if you would. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so. speaking of John Wick Four though, like they added like one of my favorites fucking donnie yen they added donnie yen to the fucking mix bro Good. like i'm legit so excited like especially if they have his training you know what i mean like it's gonna be so 
fucking cool, dude. Like, Ip Man style fucking kung fu, like fucking martial arts. Like, it's going to be fucking awesome. Like, and uh, so he's going to be playing Kane, who's an old buddy of John Wick's, who shares the same enemies. And he's bringing his master level fighting abilities to the sequel, further enhancing the stunts and action sequences this time around. So last time we had a little bit of kung fu going on, you know, like in that glass room with the Asian man. You know what I mean? Like him and him and uh, John were going head to head Mm -hmm. with it. This is going to fucking step it up even more. Like we're going to we're going to have like fucking Ip Man mixed in with John Wick. So it's like it's guns and fists. Guns and fists, bro. Like, and it's going to be so, like, there's going to be explosions. It's going to be like to... Michael Bay hitting, like, hitting a fucking meth pipe. You know what I mean? I want to like, <laughs> see them, uh, like, switch guns by throwing them around in the air and catching them. I want to see them do some crazy stuff. Not, like, wanted. They should hire stuff. that girl who can shoot arrows with her legs. Uh, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking I know, about. I know which one you're talking like, about. Like that, that shit's crazy to me. I don't know, but they should hire that bitch. Like, put her in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. they they want to they want to step it up. Like, you're we're talking about stepping it up. Like Mission Impossible, step it up. You know what I mean? Like that, because <laughs> I, I I sat with you while we watched the series of Mission Impossible, and like I just watched as you liked it more and more and more as it went on because the stunts they just kept outdoing themselves. And the same with the Bond films did. You know, because I made you watch those too like yes. so yeah but bruh i like i'm a i'm a big action nerd so but anyway zach is about to shit himself let's go on no, break. my stomach is like doing some funky turns and twists and whatnot so <laughs> i was just i was just joking bro like he's not gonna shit himself it's all right it, like i'll buy it, you some it, depends for we'll, your birthday we'll, too we'll see about that we'll, we'll see how long it takes us to get back from the break but until then uh see you then Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And we are back, and it hasn't taken forever, so that's good news. Um, Not not so good news, though, is that uh, Netflix has claimed it has never canceled a successful show. Bullshit. I can name it. I can name at least three. You canceled canceled Inside Job. You canceled... uh, Jesus, there's so many things. I gotta look at what they canceled. I don't have my phone with me. What do you mean? Like Midnight Gospel? They canceled Midnight that. Gospel they canceled the Chilling canceled. Adventures of Sabrina. They ended yeah. the Dark Crystal. They uh, well, I don't. Bojack Horseman. Bojack they ended. Horseman. Well, that was on for several, several. Seasons, that was so like, on for several. Mind Hunter for they, fuck's sake. They said they like, canceled. They canceled Bojack Horseman. So that still counts, even though that's probably one of their most successful animated shows. Of all time. I even watched the first two seasons of BoJack Horseman. Like, I enjoyed that show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what happened. I just kind of fell off, found other things. Yeah, but like, found other things. But yeah. It, but I don't... Uh, yeah, like, it just... Absolute bullshit. But Mindhunter, like, is the first one that comes to my mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still requesting this. Like, and it's been, what, years now? Like, Mindhunter needs a season three. Maybe that gospel at least needs a season two. 
because oh boy was that show more than anything you could have asked for in an animated adult show i know right? touching uh, touching on most on the most surreal topics that i've never seen any in other animated show touch on i just thought it was fucking crazy that they canceled it sabrina like because it was sabrina was canceled as well i don't even understand that because like i was watching the fuck out of that show you know what i mean like yeah it doesn't make sense. They 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 they, they claim that they've never canceled this show, but at the same time, you this is what I'll re I'll I'll retype it out. Never canceled a viewer a a a, a, a viewer count successful show. <laughs> they, it, yeah. Essentially, because what they what they carry the most on is how many views a show can get, which is why Stranger Things has stayed around so long. Wednesday is probably going to stay around for five more seasons. It's because the viewership, people want to watch that, and it makes sense. The other stuff is probably more niche, but still, people are watching. 1899 also got canceled after its first season, and that first season was amazing, and they left it on a big-ass cliffhanger. It was going to be Netflix's Westworld, and they canceled it. <clears throat> oh, so, really? Yeah. I, did, I didn't like, watch it, though. Like dude, that. I think so, you would, I think you would have been interested in it. I'm not saying been... that they that I wasn't interested in it. I'm saying that they definitely do not push it like they push other content. Like huh. it's it, that's their own fault. You know what I mean? If they don't put the money into it, like it just makes no fucking sense. Like why would you make something that you know is gonna fail? You know what I mean? Like why would you, like because you don't put the funds into it afterwards? Like sure you could film it, but that's as far as that they want to go. Like instead of doing things like push notifications like for your phone because that does make a difference and i get push notifications from netflix quite often like so, they'll be like something recommended this is coming out soon like since this, you like this like this is the quote that they came out with we have never canceled a successful show a lot of shows are well intended but talk but talk to a very small audience on a very big budget the key is to have able to talk on a small audience on a small budget and a large audience on a large budget if you do that well you can do that forever no i'm sorry but no like, so what was so expensive about mind hunter like uh, genuinely I... they had two sets you know what i mean like it like it kind of like criminal minds like you understand what i'm saying like yeah. they they had well not two sets but you understand what i mean like they they just used a couple of houses like and that's a few thousand dollars right there and that's it you know what i mean like on top of the acting and the cameras and like hiring everybody like that's not a high budget thing there aren't big explosions going on it was just a cerebral drama show and it was fan fucking tastic you know like probably didn't get the fanfare they wanted so they canceled it like all the other shows that didn't get the fanfare but were rated so wellly by the fans and don't they don't understand why they're canceling basically netflix netflix claims it cares only about successful shows but those successful shows have to have the viewer count that they're looking for. If they don't, they get canned. <clears throat> and I hate to see that's what a streaming service is turning into these days. Where I know, especially because willing, from, it, not... from it being the service that it was. It had fucking C-rated movies on there, D-rated movies on there, you know what I mean? But they still rep that shit and they fucking pump that shit into their, into their stuff. Like, in the early days, you know what I mean? Before they even had a fucking movie production studio, they were just some people hosting a site, you know what I mean? Like, and so, like, why can't you host these shows that you put your money into? It I makes no fucking sense. They, they are getting more into not taking a risk on the shows rather than... They should risk two seasons at very minimum. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like... Yeah, well, speaking of things on Netflix, Glass Onion breaks the record as the most streamed movie in one single week. Uh, brought in 2.89 billion minutes. 
<clears throat> of watching it in the first season. Not first season, first week of it releasing. Yeah, like so. it, it was a good fucking movie. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I haven't seen like a Clue film in a while that I've just been like, that was pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, really yeah, like I didn't see where that one was one. going. Like I normally I could see where they're going, and so with Knives Out, didn't see where that was going. Glass Onion mm. also did not see where that was going. It was just so chaotic. There were so many things happening, and I thought I knew what was happening, and I didn't. So. It was, speaking, it, was, it was good. Yeah, but speaking of chaos, dude, more Netflix stuff. There's a Squid Game contestant show that Netflix is making, a reality show based on Squid Game. Right. And contestants are already getting injured on the show. Like, uh, Yeah, what? no, no, no. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> that's fucking crazy, first of all. Like, it's just, you know how bad Squid Game, they're shooting real bullets at them. <laughs> uh, basically, Freeze. They, you know what I mean? Like, what the they, fuck? They played out in weather and temperatures that reached a low of zero degrees Celsius. Yeah, it was. They played red light, point. green light. Some people couldn't move their feet because they were so cold. You could hear someone yell "medic," and the crew would rush on. Ugh. It's depressing. It said fewer than five players required medical attention, and they were all treated for minor accidental injuries or minor ailments. Still, you don't want your contestants getting hurt or hypothermia on a game. I know. Show. Wouldn't wouldn't you just choose a different day if it was that cold out? Why didn't you choose a like a warehouse? I don't understand why they didn't just do it in a warehouse where where it's like temperature controlled. Well, you know, they wanted to film like probably overhead shots with drones and dude, stuff like dude, that. Like, it's just, if it's a reality show, then if yeah. If you want to like, make it just... like Squid Game in reality sense, Squid Game's red light, green light was inside a room. They could put cameras up top on the ceiling with rafters or something. I'm just saying. Maybe they just wanted to rent out a, a space instead of, you know, renting out a warehouse, which is significantly more expensive. It's significantly more expensive, but it's going to help with the Yeah, well, uh, you show. know what Netflix is about, and it's about uh, their fucking costs and expenses. And if it risks a l somebody with hypothermia a little bit, eh, it's just a little hypothermia. You'll be so, okay. We have medics here. Like, it doesn't mean that you should be introduced to these, like, hazards in the first place. You know what I mean? Nope. I just don't understand. Why are they making a show on a game that's about, uh, on, a, on a show? Killing people? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Who who are at their ends wits about for their life and stuff like that. It just I don't get it. Uh Guillermo the, so we're gonna move on since <laughs> you're we're you're like yeah, yeah, we're gonna We're still on Netflix or some like some shit like that, but like this I don't know if this is gonna be on Netflix, but it's Guillermo del Toro's next stop on animate stop motion animated film called The Buried Giant. Since his Netflix film Pinocchio was beautifully made. And probably the best Pinocchio adaptation, modern adaptation that I've seen today. Um, <clears throat> but he's basically jumping into his next stop motion feature film uh, called The Very Giant. Uh, and he's co-writing the script with the Matildo musical scribe, Dennis Kelly. Which, by the way, that musical also did really well as well on Netflix. Matilda so. the musical? Yeah. They got it. They got like bust down Tatiana on there or something like just. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. I haven't watched it, but I just know it. Got Is there movie. a dance scene like Wednesday? Probably. My mom uh, watched Wednesday, and I couldn't watch any more of it. It's too childish. Like yeah. I, I think I'm. I it's, think I'm coming to the age. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Like there was just something about it. Kind of. It. It. It kind of twinged me the way that uh, watching Megan did. Like when they started, um, dude. Uh, when they started singing, okay. Like I was just like dancing. 
Yeah, like, but I love musicals. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But there was something like weird about both. Well, of those. it's because like, you're having a robot speak sing to you. That is a little weird. That should comfort you. That is a little creepy. I'm bulletproof. Nothing to lose. Stop. It sounded so so robotic too, intentionally as well. Uh, uh, they should have added the garbled like fucking metallic sounds in there, like uh. like Optimus Prime. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that would have been so disturbing. Anyways, uh, so the the this is based on a book, by the way. Uh, it's about a savage, suspenseful, and intensely moving. The story is set in post-authoritarian uh, uh, Britain. The wars that once raged between the Saxons and the Britons have finally ceased. Axie and Beatrice, an elderly British couple, set off to visit their son, whom they haven't seen in years. And because a strange mist has caused mass amnesia throughout the land, they can scarcely remember anything about him. As they are joined on their journey by a Saxon warrior, his orphan charge, and an illustrious knight, uh, illustrious knight, Axie and Beatrice slowly begin to remember the dark and troubled past they all share. So, I think it's going to be interesting. Guillermo del Toro has a really good way of bringing high, fa- not high fantasy, dark fantasy to it to his stuff. Whether that be through like a, a real reality, a lens of reality, but with like skewered like cracks in it, it it, it just brings that intensity, like Pinocchio. So, Pinocchio- so what I would describe this as, because as it turns out, I'm in a gothic literature class right now. Like I would say Guillermo del Toro, like I'd put it out there and say he is the gothic king of, of yeah. the, of the two thousands. Like he's, I, he has put out a consistent gothic filmmaker. He, he puts out consistent gothic vibes like for in every single thing that he touches. And I'm Pinocchio completely okay with them. that. I know that's what I was saying from the way that like the shadows cast on the, on the characters, you know what I mean? Like to the, to the color scheme that he used for the film, like just all kinds of stuff. Like, and he, he just, it, it seeps from him you know what i mean it, it's fucking fantastic and i love to see anything that he's really put his hands on to like you know case in point like one of my favorite gothic uh movies being pan's labyrinth pan's labyrinth yeah it's based on the spanish i think spanish civil war i think so yeah them. yeah but it's it's got the heavy gothic vibe with all the, the fantasy and dark fantasy elements built into it just like the rest of his work but <laughs> we're moving on to a big another big streaming giant uh as tomb raider is coming back at, with a movie by amazon but not only that they have also announced that the series is going to go with its game that's also coming out um so it's the, the game is would be published by amazon with crystal dynamics returning to develop um according to the sources the tomb raider tv series is in development with amazon prime with phoebe waller bridge Achacha's writer and executive producer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. And I just... Uh, yeah. No. They're having to... Uh, wait, what? To complicate things, Netflix is also also has a Tomb Raider series in the works, having announced an anime version with Powerhouse. Uh, a studio who animated Castlevania. Okay. Yeah. Castlevania is a really well-animated adaptation, so... Oh, well, speaking of games that are coming out soon, though, um, what was I going to say? Uh, Jedi uh, Survivor. Survivor. It got pushed mm-hmm. off six weeks. 
Yes, I saw. Uh, that's not too too bad. It's not it too be... bad. Like, but I just wanted to mention it for anybody like who was out there it... because like I completely just forgot to put that article in there today. So I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned the fact that Jedi Survivor did get pushed off six weeks. I'm okay with that. Obviously, they could push it off six months, and I'd be like, I'll still get it. Let them you know what I mean? fix like, it to make it work better. Exactly. But, yeah, so, so we're getting more Tomb Raider coming out. Laura Croft's story is not over. But speaking of what's not over, Paramount Plus. As they have merged with another streaming giant, Showtime. Uh, they're buying Showtime, essentially. Uh, and they are getting rid of three of Showtime's shows. New shows, by the way. Two of them were new shows. Let the Right One In, which is a TV show based on Let the Right One In. Uh, and American Gigolo, which Dude, is... Dude, why did they call it Paramount Plus with Showtime? Why did they just call it Paramount Plus Showtime? I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand like, what you mean. Like, why Paramount the Plus fuck is... did... That is the name of their streaming service is Paramount Plus with Showtime. Like Paramount Plus is not really the smartest when it comes to quality, so uh, I'm not... Which I'm is not weird that it. they combined with Showtime. You understand what I mean? Because uh-huh. Showtime Showtime has high quality Showtime movies. has some really good shows like Yellow Jackets, Dexter. Well, I, not just shows. I'm talking about, like, big movies banger too. movies yeah, that they put yeah, on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but yeah, no, that was just a it was a weird weird. merger for me like i'd see like showtime combining with hbo you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i could definitely see that like those two have been head to head for a while you know what i mean but so uh, they're canceling let the right one in and american gigolo after their uh after their first seasons three women which i think got four seasons is getting canceled too so yeah, canceled. More can- canceled. More canceled Everything stuff. that you love is getting canceled. Yeah, yeah that's my so new song. Twenty twenty. Since since we're talking about bad things, the Razzies. If you don't know what the Razzies are, the Razzies are essentially a uh, a parody uh, award show where they give out awards to bad films, bad actors, bad acting uh, in general. Just bad yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the recently industry. they had to come back on giving awards to Bruce Willis, finding out that he had a fucking like disease Jesus, that deteriorates yeah. his fucking memory. Yeah, like that type shit is like, whoa. You know what I mean? But I was just like fucking honestly shocked to see that they put a 12 year old actress in there saying that she was awful. You know what I mean? I'm like, one, she's 12. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck were you doing when you were 12? First of all, you know what I mean? Like, second of all, um, it's not her fault the movie was bad. It is not her fault. Like, in fact, I think she did excellent at a bad role. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it, is this it's from just Firestarter. Yes, from Firestarter. Firestarter. The little girl from so, Firestarter. Like that movie was written fucking horrible. Okay, it was written, it was really written so bad. Like, it, I I literally could not I, believe that I watched that. Film. I think like, I think the direction of the director giving her tips and stuff of what she should do didn't help because. <laughs> I'm not saying her acting was bad, but the performance that she gave wasn't great. And I'm not going to But at the same time, she is a child. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Razzie Razzie are for somebody who's like 18 and, and older. You understand what I mean? Or 21 yeah. and older. That should be that should be the limit of of their uh scope. You know what I mean? Cuz this this isn't a, a a kids show. You know what I mean? I'm like, saying that she doesn't deserve the this hate as it's probably the directors and producers that were telling her how to act and stuff like that in fact i think i think zach efron should have got a razzie for that movie oh jesus he was the dad he was the dad in that fucking (laughs) film dude like that was 
deplorable. That whole movie was deplorable. Like, do you remember when they, like, the the intro, like... <laughs> yeah. The flashing on the screen, we were like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, but no, for real, like, how are you, like, the founder, like, came out and apologized for an insensitive nomination. Like, um, so, like, I was just, I was just watching the podcast on H3, like, and they brought on Rebecca Black, you know, the famous girl from 2000. Friday, Friday. See, even you're, even you're doing that. So, like, I found out I a lot more background what, information what about is- this, but, like, the, the, for hearing it from her not i'm not even talking about patrice wilson all right like we're we're pushing that off to the side patrice wilson is fucked up so um i'm talking about rebecca black like the amount of hatred people wrote death threats to her people wrote bomb threats to her like she had to be homeschooled she was super fucking depressed she was on antidepressants i just watched like h3 had a whole podcast that they just had her on like literally two days ago okay Mm -hmm. like i was fucking watching it like viciously you know what i mean like i was just like like this is fucking crazy hearing it from her side of the story you know like imagine like having everybody who comes across your fucking picture just fucking pick across you you know what i mean like pick at you your nose is too big you have pimples you have scars on your face you know what i mean like uh just all this blah 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 like but imagine your emotional capacity at fucking 13 years old which was nil you know what I mean? Like you would have punched so, someone at 13 years old where you would just kind of stand there now. You know what I now, mean? Like this does this ha- didn't happen a lot back when she got popular, but nowadays, oh boy, since TikTok is so hypey and everything, there's people online now making fun of 10, 9, 6 year olds online because they're posting stuff. One I don't think they should be posting anything at that age. They and should two, not have a fucking social media account like TikTok. Knowing it, what I've seen on TikTok, bro, like it exposes it, them to way too much stuff at a young age when it doesn't need to. I know, like including porn. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sad to say, there is definitely nude people on on TikTok. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say. You type in boobies, bro. Like, like a little fucking eight year old would who wants to see some boobs. You know, like you're gonna find boobs. Like, it's just that sure they're actively taking it down but people are actively uploading it you know what i mean like yep. it's just it, it's a battle so it's give and take give and take but they're still finding these things they're saving them to their phones you know what i mean and once that's on the internet it's on the internet and it's on the internet. and the kids have it you know what i mean like that's mm-hmm. that's what's fucked up why post to that to the to that site you understand what i mean like i feel like kids should not have social media in honest opinion, I think there's pros and cons, but right now the cons are outweighing the pros on social media as a whole and how it's integrated, like now fully integrated, 100% integrated into like schools and stuff. Like at a young age, elementary school age, kids have to have like phones and tablets and stuff just to learn with, with like school nowadays. And it's crazy. It's just crazy to me because you're allowing them to access the internet at that young age and be susceptible to so many things that they don't need to be. Right. But and I know uh, there's I know I know there's not much that a parent can fully do to get them away from that. Like Oh no there is. Like on my router I I can type in keywords that can't be searched uh on the on the internet. I know. Um, I'm just saying, I, like, I can have child locks. I can if I want to I could pay the extra sixteen bucks a month and see every site that anybody has ever visited in my house off of my wi-fi yeah i'm just i just think it's 
like internet you can get pretty much anywhere so if they're not going to get it at your place right 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 they're going to get it somewhere else which is why you need to talk to your kids at a young age Mm -hmm. like talk to them about the good and bad things right not like give them a stern talking but have them understand that there are things on the internet that you should you probably shouldn't kids see. don't understand satire you know what i mean I like they'll see something and take it at, at face value you know what i mean like so so like you'll see one of these troll posts where somebody's just like you know says something off the wall like the n-word or something like that and they'll be like yeah that's okay you know like mm. and then they'll go say it at school like that kind of thing you know what i mean and that and there's learning there you know what i mean like so if you want to give your kids access to social media, I suggest you sit there and watch them on social media. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that takes time out of your precious day, whatever, but like your kid's sanity or, you know, a fucking degenerate. (laughs) So yeah, that that's my, that's my soapbox for the day. But, uh, so speaking of some more soapboxes, uh, E3 is officially dead. It, is, it is no longer it is no longer happening. Well, you, it's not it is happening. You but skipped one. The, what do you mean I skipped one? Oh yeah, I did skip one. Angela Bassett, <laughs> who uh, has played in the uh, she's played Spartan in fucking City. everything. She's she's played in American Horror Story. She's uh it, she was in all kinds of fucking movies. But she plays she, Ramonda in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, she plays uh, T'Challa's mom, essentially. Yes. So. Um, and because of this role, she won a award, the first Oscar nomination given to a actor slash actress in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's 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 great because like there's a lot of good, 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 great uh, uh, acting. I thought the movie movies. was excellent. You know what I mean? Like especially with what they had to work with, which was the death of the fucking main actor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that mm-hmm. that's something that. Like that that was some on the on the nose, like quick thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that they had to do there, but uh they they made it work out in their favor, you know what I mean? And I, I'm actually really excited for the next installment of uh Black Panther. Like because like obviously it continues and mm-hmm. uh we have a new Black Panther now, so mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it at this point, like sorry. <laughs> it comes it comes out uh on Disney Plus around my birthday, so yeah, uh, but anyway, Angela Bassett received uh, first Oscar nomination for an actor in the entire entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, as popular as Infinity War was, nobody won an award for that movie. Like, mm-hmm. which is just fucking crazy. Like, uh, Oh, Thanos could have won a fucking award. I, Robert Downey Jr. could have won a fucking yeah. award. You know what I mean? Like, like that, that pulling of the heartstrings, you know what I mean? Like, just that mm-hmm. whole... That, I feel like some awards could have been worn. Oh, one, you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> like, um, I don't know how Spider-Man Josh, Josh, what's his face. Who did play Thanos? Uh, uh, Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin. He could have mm-hmm. won a fucking award. You know what I mean? Like, Especially from, uh, end game. No, infinity war, the first one, infinity in war end. or end game. Like, I know, like you guys know what I'm talking about when I say it's like part one and part two, like it's like the same fucking it's, thing. It's, 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 movie. it's good to see that there's recognition for these. I know a lot of people are, like there's people online that are mixed against saying Marvel follows a routine and stuff like that. Technically they kind of do, but at the same time they're able to throw in, uh, new and engaging plots and stuff like that and characters. Well, yeah, but like, like they're they've finally they come out and to. said that they aren't afraid to kill off their characters. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like do you see DC killing Aquaman? No. 
You At know some what point, I mean? Probably. I mean, te- technically, James, James technically, yeah, yeah. I was like, technically, they did, they did axe Aquaman, but like, I'm talking about in the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did they kill this character? Like, did they? You, you know what I mean? Like, they should do something dramatic and probably, yeah. Like, I that I feel like that's why Marvel goes over so well because they had they build strong, relatable characters that you can see yourself in. You know. Um, choice choice making wise but anyway angela bassett definitely deserves this award she she is like a fucking excellent actress and she's like over 60 years old and she looks fucking phenomenal and she she has so much life left in her and i hope that i continue seeing her in uh future films may after after how wakanda forever turned out probably not anymore black panther films but you know what i mean like uh like i She's, she's an excellent actress who totally deserves it, but somebody who might deserve it, E3? I don't know. Like... Okay, so I did talk about E3 for a second. So what's happening with E3 is that a lot of people are pulling out. Last year, Sony pulled out, and now this, since this is officially E3's back to the, the physical shows and stuff like that, uh, a lot of big names, three of the largest names in gaming pulled out. The Sony, names. like the names, Microsoft, like... <laughs> and Nintendo. The Father, and... the Son, and the Holy Ghost pulled out. Dude, they are, <laughs> they are gone. They're skipping this year's show. One, because they're going to have their own oh, showcases. Fuck. Makes some sense. <laughs> the Father, uh, the Son, and the Holy Ghost pulled out, bro. <laughs> Dude, it's not it's not good. I, it's it really not isn't. good. Like, who's gonna show up to E3? It's all crickets. Just why don't you just call it something else besides E3? Like, I it E3. says major publishers like Ubisoft, Activision Blizzard, and Take Two will have a presence, uh, possibly at this year. It's not going to be as big. They should call it IGE3. There you go. Dude, Independent it, it, gaming uh, entertainment. Uh, it says apparently Microsoft talk with ESA are ongoing and it could yet have a business and media presence. Uh, but I don't think it's gonna, I really don't. Yeah. They're darting, they're starting to make their own shake cases, such as the most recent one, which was Xbox and Bethesda's developer direct, uh, which announced a few things, which is uh, something that, that I, I feel like Sony has done for like a really long time that Xbox is finally just kind of getting in on. Uh, is having their their own like little separate quarterly like you know small directs like yes. or or by like what is it by not bicentennial like by yearly whatever like what this means is that the developers of the games itself come out and talk to the players about what's going on so it's a lot of transparency uh the first one being arcane studios newest biggest game redfall yeah uh, it has a, it has a release date may 2nd of this year you got extended gameplay, which I watched, which looks really much better than what I saw before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're showing Arcane's trademark level design that allows players to take on combat simulations in multiple ways, like Dishonored and Deathloop. And that makes me very excited because I've always liked that about their games, where you have full control of the combat and how you want to take out these the, the player or the enemies. In the game. Hell yeah! <clears throat> like, so, as from what I've seen of Deathloop, you know, like which mm-hmm. is quite a bit of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it there's, they, there's many fucking ways to kill there's someone, many so. ways dishonored has the exact same kind of setup where you can f- make your own character with its own abilities and stuff like you don't even have to use abilities you can just go straight in and attack if you want to uh but redfall vampire game you're fighting vampires co-op vampire shooter so mm-hmm. looks fun uh minecraft legends is getting an april release date and what minecraft legends is is an upcoming strategy action game set of course in the minecraft universe 
Uh, they what? Learned the game's, the game, oh, the game's coming out April 18th. Uh, they show the game's PvP mode, which takes place in the same procedurally generated worlds as a single-player campaign. Uh, the gameplay showed off a lot of different strategies, including base building, mob recruiting, and using redstone to take down enemy teams. So, so we're locking villagers up in little booths and <laughs> forcing them to trade with us for better deals. Jesus. Like, <laughs> I just, I, that's how we're doing it, Zach. Like, uh, but anyway, next yeah. up after Minecraft Legends, we have Forza Motorsport gameplay and details being revealed. Uh, so Turn 10 Studios showed off the gameplay, which will set, uh, which is still set for sometime in 2023, uh, which is, you know, a relief. Cause like I said, mm -hmm. we, we have games being pushed off push forward push back you know just all kinds of stuff but it's nice to hear something is on Almost, i think pretty much all these games are going to game pass too day one uh, yeah yeah well. so uh so uh they saw lots of beautiful shots of the racing and it runs at 4k mm -hmm. 60 fps baby with the ray tracing so the lights be coming in and being you know what i mean like they be ma making them mac and cheese sounds like in your brain you know what i mean mm -hmm. but uh anyway Next up, we got Tango Gameworks uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, so the Tango Gameworks people, uh, this is a different game entirely from them. It's a rhythm action game. What they built before was the Evil Within series, which is a very horror-esque game, and yeah, Ghostwire yeah, yeah. Tokyo, which is also a horror-esque game. Mm -hmm. So this is a bit different than what they're doing. It's bright, upbeat gameplay with rocking soundtrack. Uh, I, can, I, I don't play rhythm action games, but I know there's people out there that are obsessed with them and this will be no different so uh yeah um, yeah yeah but... parappa the rapper gang represent <laughs> now the last one they all talked about was elder scrolls online and its newest chapter i think it's called necrom uh taking players back to morrowind but not only that for a limited time all 20 previous chapters in dlc are free to play uh, on for a limited online. time for a limited time doesn't right. say how you can't long. just go in and cop them like when whenever epic games has free games i, you know I what said I mean? for like... a limited time at the beginning but still yeah we got a preface for a limited time doesn't say but it does say you'll have an, enough time to access all this stuff uh before the newest chapter comes out and whatnot six months uh hopefully yeah uh but now we're moving on to another big company that we talked about last week wizards of the coast and Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons, better known as, you know. And the and the OGL or open game license that they're trying to change. Which yeah. now I put this one in here so that you could fucking just go off about it. Because we were we, we had a very long discussion about this so beforehand. They're 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 backtracking and saying their pledge is to leave OGL in place untouched after massive D D fan backlash. As it should. You're basically taking away the aspect of what made D&D &D fun for a lot of people, which is building on to what D&D &D has as a game mechanic and making your own stuff out of it. Right. And, like and what some you Pathfinder want... shit, you know what I mean? Like, what the uh -huh. shit, you know? Like. Uh, so they basically said these live survey results are clear. You want OGL 1.0A. You want uh, Areva. Oh, Jesus, I don't know this word. Irrevocability. You like Creative Commons. The feedback and such is in such high volume and its direction is so plain we're acting now. We are leaving OGL 1.0a in place as is untouched. Then we outline the change in direction by writing. We are leaving untouched. We are also making the entire SRD 1.5 available under the Creative Commons license. You can choose which you prefer to use. This one is uh, the this one is the funny one right here. Yeah. Like 
88% of respondents to their online survey had no interest in publishing their works under the proposed OGL 1.2, and 89% were dissatisfied with deauthorizing OGL 1.0. So 90% of their fucking, like, income, like, their people, everyone associated who is interested in Dungeons & Dragons, everyone ag aggressively is just like, can you please fuck off with these new rules you know what i mean like just please like cancel you're, them. you're you know making what I mean? it so that you can gain the 10 percent were all bought that the, that the company price, bought uh, notoriety and price uh, deduction from these people building that stuff and that's annoying i for for something so big and and, and massive as dnd and how outstretched it reaches with the vastly giant amount of different games and combat mechanics and movies game games movies comics too fucking like it, it it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper books you know what i mean like holy Animated shit anime yeah I, I like just talk about it vox nakana which was critical roles first campaign got its first season which is getting its second season now and now they're working on for amazon making the second campaign uh mighty nine as another animated show uh and, I'm, and i think cool. this like, company is doing fine you know what yeah. i mean like i i think don't it's think there's Hasbro. any i I don't think there's any lack of notoriety when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons. Cause you mentioned that to the general public and they have an idea of what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, whereas like with other specific tabletop games, you can't just walk up and be, be like, Oh, did you play call of Cthulhu? You know what I mean? Like on, on, on the board, on, on the board. Yeah. Like you, you people just don't understand. You know what I, I mean? Like two, I have played two call of Cthulhu games. So, yeah, so yeah. you understand what I'm talking about. Though. I do. Like, Essentially, just... this is Hasbro's way of monetizing D&D uh, &D as a whole, when in reality it doesn't really need to be monetized. And the, and the people are... spoke, and they came out against it. Like They're all like, mm. okay, we heard you loud and clear. Here is what we are doing. <laughs> nothing. We are doing nothing. <laughs> go, go back. Uh, put your pitchforks down. Bards, quit drinking in the corner. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's just... So... <laughs> Stop yeah, kicking so, the doors in for no reason. <laughs> and please, of, stop yes. hitting on the barmaid. Yeah, but speaking of people kicking in doors on robots, robotics, uh, by the way. This shit was different and this shit was weird. Like, I feel like this should have been at the top with the science news almost. It's, like, it's fine. It's too weird. It needs to be down here with the last one. So it's because of the article title. Melting Terminator T-1000 bots can unclog your digestive system and break out of many jail cells. So what happened is uh, a team, researchers were able to show the endless potential of this material that they made, which they've dubbed magnetic active, uh, magnet, oh, Jesus, magnetoactive phase transitional matter or mptm uh and what it does is in order to shift its form the bot features magnetic particles embedded in gallium which it, with which an alternating magnetic field is applied uh gallium has one of the lowest melting points of any metal at uh, 29.8 degrees celsius and is the perfect solution for a phase shifting bot that uses simple application of ambient heat to deform and reform uh, basically, they so essentially, off. essentially, it goes hard or soft depending on if you point the if you point a laser at it. Essentially, mm -hmm. like, and it moves by using magnets through your mm -hmm. body to wrap around things that may be lodged into somebody's stomach lining, 
and pull Stomach them and pull them out without a serious like surgery where somebody doesn't have to dig in there Which, and get in there. You know what I honestly, mean? Honestly, like, that's that's pretty smart. If it, it's able yeah, to Yeah, like they they, they kinda made like small robots, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's essentially what so, it is. Like and they were making a joke about the T one thousand. Like it looks <laughs> like that. It, it does. Definitely does. Like it, it looks like it I mean it's gallium. Like it it's got that super it's, metallic liquid uh, look to it, you know what I mean? Like it's just so uh, these are very early stages as they're easy to control and whatnot. They're not even that high tech, but essentially they're just small. We, they this is an idea. Yeah. It's an idea. It's something I wish I could see the benefits of using this technology. I really yeah, could. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I wonder how poisonous gallium is though. Gallium, I don't think is poisonous. I mean, in what dose? Because everything is poisonous. You can have too much of anything in your blood. You know what I mean? Like, it's... You too much lead, you die. Not enough lead, you die. Um, yeah. All right. Too much hemoglobin. So, so this, this last there. article is just funny. As I did, I watched this actually happen when it was when it was going on. Uh, a YouTuber's pet fish streams Pokemon, and then he leaves. And in the process of that, the fish commit credit card fraud on him. Uh, <laughs> so what happens is this one, this he, one made me laugh like this is this is hilarious so what happens is there's a glitch on on his pokemon sapphire game mm -hmm. and it took the fish back to the starting screen when he was gone and they somehow figured out a way to open his credit card and start buying shit <laughs> for no for because yeah that's exactly what happened he did during the live stream 12 days ago the fish were off to a good start in pokemon violet winning a few battles and slowly but surely progressing to the story about five minute hours into stream the game crashed giving the fish free access to the rest of the owner's switch uh they went on the eShop and added 500 yen which is about three dollars 85 cents of funds to their owner's account even exposing their owner's credit card information to the viewers so that, that's awful yeah like they uh, also they, they spent also yeah it, the game had like crashed it went to the e-shop added 500 yen of funds showed the credit card and then also sent the owner's paypal verification email uh redeemed nintendo switch online points for a nintendo switch sports profile picture <laughs> and downloaded the switch's nintendo 64 emulator app um, so the, that luckily, according to TechSpot, the YouTuber was able to get a refund after explaining the situation to Nintendo. He, had, he, <laughs> he, he has had, video, right? He, he has, has video, video proof. evidence of this happening because it, that's going to be a weird. Hey, Nintendo, can I get some money back? My fish. No, no, that's crazy pay. that Nintendo allows you to get on your Switch without plugging in any sort of pin before purchasing something. Like, I, that's something that I happens on Xbox. That's something that happens on PlayStation. Like, I have I both know. of which, and that's exactly how it is. Microsoft has a, has a warning that pops up. Like, you probably didn't even have have it like uh, turned on or. I, I know, but I like really if that if that's a hole in Nintendo's like you there that means it's like more like Nintendo's fault for not yeah. offering that as a option. You understand what I'm saying? Like if a fish could do it, then a three year old definitely can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, well, uh, I mean, fish committed credit card fraud for the first time ever. So. They're getting smarter, guys. They're Watch getting out. smarter. They're playing Pokemon and they're committing credit crud. Uh, credit crud crud. Credit crud fraud. Uh, credit cod fraud. Right. Um, in, a, in, a, in a Boston accent. We're at the end. Thank you for listening. If you're new, we're returning. How's keeping stuff, Jesus? Are you I'm okay? Starting off. 
Yeah, I'm starting to feel it again, but I'll be okay for the rest of this minute or so. Facebook, we have a Facebook, we have a Discord, it's all our names. Facebook, also... we have a Facebook, we have a Facebook, we have a Facebook, we have a Facebook. <laughs> we also don't advertise too, too much, but we will sometimes, but we always appreciate it if you can just shout us out. And now we're on to Zach's facts, and I actually have one today. Did you know, if you leave your stomach to, like, not eat for a bit, it will crawl, it will claw its way out of your body. Yeah. Like, it'll like go, actual... and it'll turn inside it... out. Do you, and... do you, do you remember Ricardio from Adventure Time? I thought you were going to say, heart. like, Ricardo from the meme. No, no, no. Ricardio the, the, from Adventure Time, the heart man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's like that. Uh, no, it'll be like that. <laughs> it'll be like that time when Lemon Grab got uh, hot sauce in his eye. Uh, dude, the Lemon Grab's canceled. Is he? Well, he's played by Justin Roiland. I mean, like, he was always canceled. He was an asshole to begin with. I fucking hate, I hated Lemon Grab. What are you talking about? I never loved Lemon Grab. Like, I fucking bring him no, up because he's a goddamn joke. And just like Justin Roiland is now, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll be back. I don't know if I'll be back this weekend, but we might. Uh, we'll see. Bitch, I might I'll... be. I'll be back next week, though. I'll yes, see you all then. All right, see you then. Have a nice night, good morning, evening, whenever. Please don't get sick and stay out of the snow. (laughs) It seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.